0: what up though welcome to tamra to the break of dawn the show where you'll literally ride my train of thought as i discuss the different types of challenges and struggles that we all can relate to i'm your host tamra dawn and i want to thank you so much for tuning in today now you already know the struggle could be way too real sometimes So, my hope is that these shows will challenge and inspire you as I basically share the areas that I'm trying to grow in. So, let's get it. The Mickey, Ficky topic of the day, though. Man, listen, (laughs) I very much am the type of person who, um... Nobody can turn me against you. Nobody can make me stop rocking with you. Nobody can make me stop being your friend or whatever, except you. Like most people that I've ever come in contact with and had any sort of relationship with in some shape or form, we're still cool. We might not talk like that because that's just life. And I'm the kind of person that... For the most part, I get very caught up in my immediate world. so, if you're somebody who's not in my immediate world but and i I'll say it two ways: one, if you're somebody who's not in my immediate world and I don't talk to you like that, don't take it personal because I just become very hyper focused on what's going on in my immediate world. but on the flip side, if you're someone who's not in my immediate world and I do talk to you, and I do make time for you, you should, I don't want to say it, like, pridefully feel honored, but it's like, that means you're important to me. What's that? Some... Don't... I don't know. Because then it makes it sound like the other people are not. But, I don't know. Some relationships are just seasonal. That's how it's been in my life anyway, where some relationships are just super intense and super... um they're the focus for me for that season, and then I don't know, I can't fix that. So, if you're mad, I'm sorry, I still love you, but I it wasn't about you, it was about me trying to let the other people know, anyways. Um, so relationships, yeah, um, nobody can turn me against you except you. Um, I don't base my thoughts, feelings, how I move or whatever towards somebody based off someone else's experiences with them. Someone else could tell me their experiences with them. And I'm just going to be like, well, that's your experience. That's not necessarily my experience. So I don't know what to tell you because I'm not going to switch up how I am towards that, per- towards that person based off you. So that is how I am. I am a pretty loyal person. The sucky thing about that, though, is that when someone betrays me, who (laughs) I vouched for you, dude, and it a man didn't do this, I just mean dude generally. Well, let's not lie. In my life, men have betrayed me, but I vouched for you, though. Like, I tried to believe the best about you, and then you betrayed me, and so then now, as I'm thinking about this, especially, this kind of was spurred on by something that happened today, my today, because whenever this airs is whenever, but it happened today, but it made me start thinking about just betrayal in general, and it's like, I don't even know if I'm really mad about what happened, because i'm very much a person who like tries to understand people's rationales for why and it could be because i got my degree in psychology and i've always just really enjoyed studying and learning about the behavior patterns of people because i just feel like it's super important i don't care what job you work unless you work I don't know how you could work and not work around people because you still got to get paid from somebody. So you got to interact with people in some way, but I just feel like it's super important to understand people because it just makes you a better employee, a better boss, a better friend, a better um, establishment of giving, you know, we're giving customer service, whatever. I just feel like if you understand people, that just makes you a better person. And so, I very much try to understand more so, like, why. And I try to rationalize um, why people do stuff. So, I don't even know if I'm really upset. And I don't even think upset is the, the word. I don't... I feel like I'm hurt. And then because I'm hurt, I'm mad. You know what I mean? Like, anger is a masking emotion. So, usually when you're angry that is not the root emotion. Usually when you're angry, it's because of whatever the root emotion is. So for example, I am angry because I feel betrayed. Um, in, in this one particular situation, like I went to somebody for something and I'm trying to keep it as generalized as possible simply because I don't want you to focus on the specific situation. I want you to focus on the emotions that are tied to it because if you focus on the specific situation, you might be like, oh, I can't relate to that but if you focus on the emotions that are tied to it, emotions are pretty universal and everybody has felt almost every emotion because of some reason or another. So I had a situation where someone um, should have mm, had my back, I guess we'll just say it like that. And they didn't. They, you know, they went, I went to them for something. They gave me some information. I acted based on that information. And then they kind of like brought attention to the situation, questioning what I had done. But I did what I did based on the information that they gave me. So that happened and then a bunch of other stuff kind of happened. And it's like, I feel betrayed because it's kind of like, why, just why? You know what I mean? And so like, or sometimes um, other situations were of anger, like with my bio dad, oh my Okay, I guess I'm gonna go there. I didn't even think I was gonna go there for a while, cause that's just such a. <sighs> so, basi- so basically, why I'm hardcore beefing with him right now, um, is because, and not beefing like I'm just, I'm kind of done with him at this point. Um, and there's, don't try to give me no advice, cause I don't want to hear it. It's a process. I don't even know how you would give me advice anyway. I don't even know why I just said, well, I guess because some of y'all I know in real life anyways. Um, I, I'm, I don't want to hear it, but so what happened was, and some of y'all know this, but a lot of y'all probably don't. Um, I said on an earlier episode that I haven't seen him since I was four. My mom and him split when I was like two and um, over the years when I was 19 I reached out to try to have a relationship with him it maybe lasted maybe a year max I don't even think it was that long and then he fell off and then when I was 34 my aunt his sister found me on Facebook and that reconnected me with my family and so, because I got connected to her, then I started, I reached out to him again. Notice what I said in both times. I reached out to him. It was never him reaching out to me, him trying to make an effort. It was me trying to make the effort. And then um, he was was super consist super inconsistent, excuse me, um, just kind of, I don't know, I don't even understand. The rest of my family, though, it's my family, so... <laughs> you know, most family embraces you. And, um, but what I realized, and I told my cousin this one day, I got a, a older female cousin who I just really appreciate her because in my family, I'm the oldest. Um, so I don't have any older siblings and no shade to my siblings. I love them. You know, I have great conversations, especially with my little brother, even though he's a grown man, but he's, 12 years younger than me um so no shade to them but I love having like an older cousin that you know whatever so I was telling her how you know for the first um four or five years or almost five years I was super like just guarded because they were no more than a reflection of my dad and so his rejection um made me feel like that's how they felt, you know what I mean? It's not true, but he was the only representation of this side of the family that I had to go off of, you know? I never really thought about having other family. All I ever really thought about growing up was the dad who was never around. Um, So then in July, my uncle died, his brother, and my uncle was very much about me, he would call, he would Facebook message, he'll comment on stuff, he'll just make sure to know that, make sure that I knew that he loved me, and, I mean, he would even listen to me, um, I'm gonna try not to cry, um, he would even listen to me, like, complain about my dad and one thing i love that him and then also my aunt too those are the only two that i kind of like have talked about this as far as elders in the family cuz i've talked to my cousin about it but one thing they never do is be like oh well that's your dad so you know like my uncle would be like man f him he missing out you know what i mean and so So he died and, um, my aunt made a family group chat and my, my dad was in the group chat. Now let's, let's pause sidebar mother's day this year. My dad randomly called me. Right. And he's like, you know, I had whatever given reasons for why he's been inconsistent. I mean, extremely, I hadn't talked to that man in like three years. Mind you, like I said, we just got reconnected five years ago. So there's that. Um and I'ma do better. I'ma be more consistent. Yada yada yada. And I'm in my mind. I mean I'm and I'm the thing about it though, is I've always been open to it. I've never told him like like when he calls I answer. I never would be like I don't want nothing to do with you. I would never do that. I would always answer. I would always whatever if he would call or I'll reach out to him or whatever. So I was like, okay, we're going to see. And then, like I said, July, my uncle passed. And then my aunt made uh, a group chat and my dad was in the group chat. And do you know that there were times that I was specifically speak to him directly. And he not one time acknowledged me in this group chat. Like he would just ignore me. He'll talk to my aunt. He'll talk to my cousins. Um, he didn't talk to me and even my family would call him out on it and he would just not respond or whatever. And then one day I tried to call because I just, I didn't understand I don't know. I don't under, I, and I guess I'll never know. And he didn't answer. And then I washed my hands of it because I started thinking, like, I'm the one who's really been trying to force this relationship, and I can't force you to do or be something that you don't want to be. And it was wild, is I'm his only child, and I have three kids, so he has three three grandchildren that he's never seen in real life. When my son graduated in May, I did send him pictures and a video because I just thought, like, you know, okay, you say you're going to do better. But I bring that up, though, because, man, ooh, man, I was pissed afterwards, like pissed. Even when I think about it, it's but I, you know what? It doesn't even make me mad anymore because anger is the not the root emotion. Anger is the masking emotion. I was angry because I felt rejected. I was angry because I felt humiliated. And the crazy thing, which I vouched for him too, like people would say whatever. Sometimes I feel like it's almost like, especially my aunt. Man, she'll go in on him. It's like they were more mad than I was. Not really, but they just verbalized it more. And I would try to, oh, well. But it's like, you know, I I guess there's whatever reason. But, you know, so it wasn't anyone else going in on him or other people in life who, you know, I'd have these conversations. I can't say they necessarily would speak negatively against his character because they don't know him, but just maybe negatively against the situation. Nobody made me turn on him. What made me done with him is him. And the only thing that could ever possibly change my heart on that is the Lord. And at this point, I don't, don't, you know, I don't, it don't seem like that's anything I need to worry about because Maybe that just needed to happen to close that door for me to let go whatever fantasies I had about what life would be like with him or whatever. Because the thing about it is my mom raised me and one thing about my mom is no matter what she walked through, no matter how much, man, I was wowed as a teenager. I don't even know how I'm still alive because sometimes I can't even deal with <laughs> what my youngest be doing because she's she ain't like how I was, but we have similar personalities and we bump heads or whatever. But, um, and she wouldn't be surprised if she listens to this to hear this. So don't feel like I'm putting her on blast because we have a pretty open relationship. But the one thing about my mom though is my mom has been my constant. Right now, I could call my mom and ask her for something and she would. Help me if she can right now, I could call my mom, you know it's a mom, that's how moms are. That's what I grew up with, but I also you know as a single parent watched her work crazy shifts or do whatever, and that's what I know. that's where I learned about you know persevering and even my work ethic. You know what I mean. I learned that from my mom, so that that's the model I had I don't understand and i'm not trying to knock him or really anybody because there could be somebody listening i'm this is no shade to you but that's not what i grew up with so then when i kind of saw how he is where he just i don't know how to be a dad is what he told my aunt okay i'm grown and that's what i told him i'm grown like i'm not i don't really need like I'm open to have a relationship with you, but I'm grown. I done went through all my life basically without you, and I'm pretty dope. So if you don't want to be involved, cool. But what you're not finna do is be in and out. So that's why I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I'm done, because I am i don't have to keep opening myself up to hurt for what? And it's not even something that you seem to want but I vouched for him, and I always, you know, really try to believe the best about people, and so then that's when betrayal, for me, in this particular episode, that's what I realized is kind of, it's almost worse than the actual act of offense, because I can, I don't know, because there's the humiliation that comes along with you know, and then there's, like, man, I was wrong to believe the best about you. And I'm really, like, I I don't want to let this world change me because I feel like the world needs people to believe the best about them. um, Just like God sees the best in us when everyone else around can only see the worst in me. Anywho, um... <laughs> Just like he believes the best about me when he knows, man, knows me on a level that no one else knows. I'm talking about the thoughts that I think that are wild as hell and still loves me anyway. So it's like, I really try to love unconditionally because I'm super grateful for the unconditional love that I receive from the Lord and just whatever. But man, it's hard because I'm not God. And some people better be glad, because I'm trying to tell you. Thanos, man, he was onto something. If you saw Avengers, like, when I was watching that, like, of course, you know, you want Avengers to win, but at the same time, it's like, huh, would the world be really that bad if half the population was gone? Because whatever, um, I'm just saying, but I'm not God, though, so... Y'all be glad. Um, so it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. <sighs> but my challenge to myself, um, don't let this world change me. My challenge to you is the same. Don't let this world change you. Don't let this world and the Like, if you're a loving person, be a loving person. Have boundaries. Don't be no doormat. That's not what I'm saying, because I'm definitely not. And I definitely communicate my boundaries, and I definitely act accordingly if people don't respect them. Just like I told my dad, you're not going to go in and out. You're either in or out. That was the boundary I said. He didn't respect it, so I can't. I'm just not going to deal with you. And what's sad is I, I was butthurt and I'm still, i ain't going to say I was, I'm butthurt about my uncle dying. Like, man, I don't know how I will feel whenever my dad dies. Cause it's going to happen at some point unless I go before him. I don't know how I feel. I don't even know if I would, I don't know. Like, every time I think about that, because there's just been... I mean, death is something I think about. I think it's because the girl's dad was killed. And we're, I mean... I'm not even 40, you know what I mean? That was, what, four years ago? So it's kind of like, you just never know. And, like, so many other people, like, around my age or whatever... So not even the people that are older than me, but like people around my age have died because of various different reasons. And so I know tomorrow's not promised. So I I do think about death a lot. And, you know, what always comes through my mind when I think about my dad dying is when Tupac says, you know, you passed away. And I didn't cry, cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. Anyways, um, that's what I always think of. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I don't even know how I would feel, but my challenge, regardless, that aside, is I'm really trying to. I'm trying to stay, stay true to me and who I am, and you know life sucks, people suck, people, man, people are trash sometimes, they really are, like, and it's, I feel, to be honest, I really think it's just people are super broken, and when you don't deal with your wounds, um, like this, y'all don't even understand how therapeutic this is for me, um, when you don't deal with your stuff, um, man, you, you just, Bleed all over other people who haven't done anything to you. I saw that on some social media before. It's like, hurt people hurt people. And I don't want to be hurting people because I'm broken. So I really try to deal with my stuff, but a lot of people don't. Um, So that's part two. Man, deal with your issues. Like, whatever you got to do. Therapy, journal... Hell, start a podcast and talk to the world about whatever's going on in your mind, just to get it out. Cause see, I'm an external processor. That's why this is therapeutic for me, and I get to talk uninterrupted. Like I told my friend the other day, like, ain't nobody about to interrupt me. Ain't nobody about to. I don't gotta hear no input. It's a time and a place for that. Don't get me wrong. There's people I talk to when I actually want input, but sometimes. I just want to talk and I want it to be all about me and that's rare. So, um, work out, um, join a, like a support group. We went to, uh, this grief, uh, grief support group and it was like eight weeks and man, that was so good for me because with specifically with the girl's dad, A lot of times I'm more focused on are they okay, their process, because it was actually their dad, and and I mean, they're my kids, so of course you want them to be okay, so I don't really talk to them about certain things or, you know, because they're my kids, but it was so good to have other people who maybe they didn't go through the same type of grief as me, but you know, they had similarities or maybe if like their mom died, they had to think about their kids, um, feelings or whatever, or, you know, stuff like that. So what else? I don't know. You fill in the blank. You know, a friend of mine, he was telling me, you know, um, dang, I don't even remember what all he said in that when we were talking about it, but. His process looks different than mine. I guess that's the point. He's very much into, like, nature and going, you know, sit in the park or, you know, he goes off on trips to the mountains and stuff like that. So it's like everybody's process is different. Find out whatever that is and do it because you don't get to control what happens in life you don't you don't get to control how people treat you sometimes but you get you do get to control how you respond to it and you do get to control what you do with what you go through and yeah be healthy do what you got to do to be healthy and stay you don't let people change you sometimes that's going to be painful And you might feel betrayed and you might feel like, man, bruh, I vouched for you. But you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to (laughs) change believing the best about people. Because some people need people to believe the best about them when they can't believe the best about themselves. And I could think of people in my life, um, in particular, who... Uh, man, especially when I was a teenager, there was a woman who was like a second mom to me and I still, um, you know, have contact with her. And man, the reason why I, like I do youth ministry and I've worked professionally with teenagers as well, the reason why I do all that is because what I, I saw the value in pouring into the next generation the way she poured into me. So it's like her one... The one life, my life, even though she was, even though I was her favorite, still am. She told me that a couple of weeks ago. But anywho, um, she poured into however many people, but the investment she made into one life, my life, has, man, affected hundreds of people that I've worked with, and it could be more, but I'll just say that, hundreds of kids that I've worked with over, the past 13 years of you know between youth ministry and professionally so it's kind of like you never know and man I was extremely unlovable as a teenager so you never know like how believing the best about somebody loving somebody you never know how that can positively impact them because I I mean, I told you about my bio, Dad, but there's just... I went through a lot, you know what I mean? And so, um, you just never know. So, don't let, don't let people change you. And then when you do get hurt, because it's going to happen, we all going to get hurt. We can't... It just is what it is. We live in a world with people, so we're going to get hurt. But when that happens, man, process the issues of your heart. That's so important. So... That's all I got for you. Until next time.